triplex forming oligonucleotides, a third strand for DNA nanotechnology, Chandraskaran and Rusling from University of Southampton, Nucleic Acids Research. Abstract DNA self assembly has proven to be useful bottom up strategy for the construction of user defined nanoscale objects, lattice, and devices. The design of these structures has largely relied on exploiting simple base pairing rules and the formation of double helical domains as secondary structure elements. However, other helical forms involving specific non-canonical base-space interactions have introduced a novel paradigm into the process of engineering with DNA. The most notable of these is a three-stranded complex generating by the binding of a third strand within the complex major groove, generating a triple helical triplex structure. The sequence, structural and assembly requirements that differentiate triplexes from their duplex counterparts has allowed the design of nanostructures for both dynamic and or structural purposes, as well as a means to target non-nucleic acid components to precise locations within a nanostructural scaffold. Here we review the properties of triplexes that have been proved useful in the engineering of DNA nanostructures, with an emphasis on application that hitherto have not been possible by duplex formation alone. Introduction to DNA nanotechnology. DNA has proved to be a versatile polymer with the directed self-assembly of costume 2D and 3D objects, arrays and devices bearing features on the nanometer scale. The high fidelity and programmability of Watson and Creek WC base pairing allows double helical domains to be used reliably as secondary structural elements. As a consequence, engineering with DNA has required the design of motifs that obey the inherent sequence and geometrical properties of individual WC duplexes, as well as the necessity for certain solution and assembly conditions. Various topologies are made available by exploiting the natural B-form helical pitch circa 10.5 base pairs per turn, the 5'3' polarity of strands, and the positioning of strand crossovers between neighboring helices. Sheets of helices can be generated by positioning crossovers a wall integer of half helical turns apart. Such sheets can be stacked into hexagonal or square lattices by introducing multiple crossovers between many or all of the helices, whilst sheets or individual helices can be programmed to project at various angles by shifting the register of crossovers along adjacent interhelical interfaces. Features may also be introduced by varying the length and adjacent domains and or forcing deviations to the natural twist density. Structures can be assembled through the hybridization 
of a few short oligonucleotides or by the folding of a long single-stranded scaffold. Usually, the 7249 nucleotide genome of the M13MP18 virus by multiple short strands, staples, and an approached termed DNA origami. The size of these structures, often referred to as tiles, can be extended by over five orders of magnitude through the coaxial assembly of blunts or sticky ended segments and the concomitant formation of duplexes containing discontinuities next in their phosphodiester backbones. The stability of such multi-stranded structures is improved by the presence of various counter-ions that screen the high degree of negative charge repulsion, e.g. sodium ions and magnesium ions, and may also take part in the folding process. In addition, sequence symmetry, minimization, computer-aided design and the control of annealing protocols can be exploited to limit the yield of undesired complexes, such as those formed through unintentional base pair mismatches. A growing number of applications have been mooted for these designer complexes, including their use in diagnostic, detection and therapy as nanomic mechanical devices as well as for precise positioning of nucleic acid components in 2D and 3D space. Clearly, the success of DNA nanotechnology is testament to and based upon the sequence and structural features of the double helix first described by Watson and Crick over 60 years ago. However, DNA is known to adopt a variety of other helical forms involving specific non-canonical base-base interactions. The sequence, structural and assembly requirements that differentiate these complexes from their duplex counterparts has introduced a novel paradigm into the process of engineering with DNA. Perhaps the most exploited of these structures is the triple helix a three-stranded complex generated by the binding of a third nucleic acid strand within the duplex major groove. Triplex motifs that exploit the duplex to triplex transition have been incorporated into structures designed for dynamic and or structural applications, whilst the sequence-specific recognition of DNA by triplex forming oligonucleotides has been used for the target introduction of non-nucleic acid components within a DNA scaffold. Sequence, structural and assembly requirements of triplexes. Nucleic acid triplexes were first observed experimental 60 years ago by Rich and co-workers upon mixing the polyribonucleotides, polyU and polyA, in a 2 to 1 ratio. Frank Kamenetsky's group later showed that a homopurine homopyrimidine mirror repeat with a supercoid plasmide was capable of 
forming an intramolecular triplex under low pH conditions, implicating a physiological role for these complexes in gene regulation as well as the cause of genome instability. Around this time, the Durban and Helene laboratories released the deformation of an intermolecular triplex by a synthetic oligonucleotide could provide a means to target unique genomic sequences and allow the modulation of specific genes. However, since these seminal studies, there has been limited evidence for the formation of triplexes within genomic DNA and interest in their use for gene targeting has dwelled, perhaps due to the growing success of other gene targeting methodologies such as zinc finger nucleases and transcription activator-like effector nucleases. Nevertheless, this work serendipitously laid the foundation for the application of triplexes to DNA nanotechnology. Triplex formation can occur at almost any given oligopurine oligopyrimidine duplex sequence and such sequences may be present or easily embedded within a DNA nanostructure with little effect on its overall topology binding of the third strand is asymmetric within the major group with the third strand bases forming Huxtein or reverse Huxtein hydrogen bonds with the central oligopurine containing strand of the target duplex. Pyrimidine containing strands bind in a parallel orientation with respect to the central strand with timing and protonated cytosine recognizing AT and GC base pairs generating TAT and C plus GC base triplets, respectively. Purine containing strands bind in an antiparallel orientation with adenine and guanine recognizing AT and GC base pairs, generating AAT and GGC base triplets, respectively. The notation XRY used here refers to a triplet in which the third strand base X interacts with the duplex base pair RY forming hydrogen bonds to base R. Triplex formation at mixed sequence targets is also possible i.e. with oligopurine sequences containing pyrimidine interruptions by using third strands containing base or nucleoside analogous. Triplexes can be generated intramolecularly through the association of a single-stranded region of the same duplex that folds back on itself, or intermolecularly through the association of a triplex-forming oligonucleotide, TF4, or sequence, TFS, with a separate duplex. Importantly, intramolecular and intermolecular motifs are compatible with duplex regions assembled by crossover strand exchange and is discussed in a later section. Both parallel and antiparallel motifs 
can be exploited in the design of DNA nanostructures, but in practice the parallel motif has been more widely adopted due to the following reasons. Firstly, parallel triplexes are more stable than the antiparallel counterparts, since the TAT and C plus GC triplets formed in this motif are structurally isomorphic. That is, if the C1 prime atoms of the WC base pairs are superimposed, the positions of the C1 prime atoms of the third strand are almost identical. This minimize backbone distortion of both the third strand and duplex between adjacent triplets, leading to only a slight perturbation of the underlying duplex structure. NMR structures have suggested only a slight widening of the major groove up in triplex formation, resulting in a helix that is slightly more A than B-like. As a consequence, third strands composed of ribonucleotides or other nucleotides that possesses an N-type sugar poker are slightly more stable than the deoxynucleotides equivalents. Secondly, the formation of the parallel motif is dependent on low pH conditions, pH less than 6.0, necessary for aminoproteation of the N3 position of cytosine and the formation of a second hydrogen bond with the N7 position of guanine. Although this may seem to be a limitation, the presence of the positive charge acts to increase triplex stability by screening the charge repulsion between the three palionic strands. However, runs of continuous cytosine residues are destabilizing due to electrostatic repulsion between residues. The most stable triplexes are therefore composed of regions containing separated C plus GC and TAT triplets. Importantly, the pH dependence of the parallel motif is also a useful property that can be used to fine-tune the binding end or removal of the third strand by adjusting the solution pH, most frequently between a pH of 5.0 and 7.0, respectively. In general, the underlying duplex regions within a nanostructure are much less affected by this change in pH. This pH dependence can also be adjusted or removed by using various cytosine mimics that allow stable triplex formation at a variety of pH values. Thirdly, and lastly, the antiparallel motif requires the use of G-rich oligonucleotides that is hampered by the tendency of such purine-rich strands to adopt other non-canonical structures such as a G-quadruplexes and G-A-duplexes that compete with the triplex formation. Consequently, the studies described in the remainder of this article deal solely with triplexes generated through the parallel binding motif using pyrimidine-rich third strands. 
under low pH conditions, the stability of a parallel triplex can be greater than its underlying duplex, i.e. the affinity of a third strand for its target duplex is greater than the affinity of a duplex strand for its WC partner. For example, the melting temperature, Tm, determined for the dissociation of the 13ma third strand is 65 degrees Celsius, whilst the Tm of underlying duplex is 62 degrees Celsius. Experiment undertaken in pH 5.0 treats acetate buffer containing 15 millimolar magnesium acetate. The selectivity of duplex formation is also similar to that of a WC duplex. Single base mismatches between the third strand and duplex results in a typical free energy change of around 3 kcal per mole. The extent of destabilization is dependent of the nature and position of the mismatch and central mismatches are more destabilizing than terminal ones since they disrupt the cooperative interaction between neighboring triplets. Nevertheless, triplex formation is still possible with mismatches in the third strand, example by forming GTA and TCG triplets, and it's also possible to generate triplexes with mismatched base pairs within the duplex. The affinity of the third strand can be adjusted by altering its length by incorporating stabilizing nucleoside analogs through the addition or conjugation of triplex stabilizing ligands to the third strand and, as with other multi-stranded structures, by increasing the counterion concentration of which magnesium 2 plus is the most effective for stabilizing parallel triplexes. Lastly, the kinetics of triplex formation are considerably different from the duplex counterpart. The rate of duplex formation is about three orders of magnitude slower than the duplex formation with reported association rate constant of circa 10 to the power of 3 mole per second. Binding of the third strand is thought to proceed via the anucleation zipper mechanism dependent on the formation of a quasi-stable intermediate consisting of a few productive triplets before a zippering of the remainder of the strand around the duplex. The apparent association rate therefore decreases with temperature as lower temperatures stabilize this transient intermediate. For example, it has been shown that a 10 degrees Celsius reduction in temperature leads to a roughly a two-fold increase in TFO association rates. Although such slow association kinetics might seem to be a limitation, it is a useful property that can be exploited for the one-pot assembly of triplex-based nanostructures, since it allows duplex formations within these structures to first form before binding of the third strand, thereby reducing its influence 
on the annealing processes. The rate of triplex dissociation is also slow, with reports suggesting half-lives of between 30 minutes and several days, and can be increased using stabilizing nucleoside analogs. Reconfigurable structures based on the duplex to triplex transition. One of the major goals of DNA nanotechnology is the construction of switchable structures capable of occupying two or more distinct structures states with time. The first duplex-based device that possesses such qualities exploited the structure's transition of right-handed BDNA to left-handed ZDNA promoted by the addition of hexa-amino-cobalt-3 chloride to the sample solution. Not long after, this was extended to a pair of molecular tweezers that could be reconfigured through a strand displacement reaction, a robust process by which two strands with partial or full complementarity hybridize to each other, displacing one or more pre-hybridized strands in the process. Similar strategies have been exploited for the design of triplex-based devices that exploit the reversibility of the duplex to triplex transition, either by pH change, the use of triplex stabilizing ligands, or through a strand displacement process. Such devices have been designed for sensing solution pH, for directing chemical reactions, for capturing and or releasing substrates, for strand displacement circuits, and as well as to aid in the hierarchical assembly and or dissociation of extended DNA structures and heterogeneous complexes. For sensing solution pH, the majority of triplex-based devices exploit the pH dependence of parallel triplex formation with pyrimidine-rich oligonucleotides. In general, the input fuel used in these systems is hydrogen or OH ions, introduced by the addition of either hydrogen chloride or sodium chloride. For sensing solution pH, the majority of triplex-based devices exploit the pH dependence of parallel triplex formation with pyrimidine-rich oligonucleotides. In general, the input fuel used in this system is hydrogen and hydroxide ions, introduced by the addition of either hydrogen chloride or sodium hydroxide to the sample solution. Unlike devices based on duplex strand displacement that generate duplexes as so-called waste. The products of the reaction are simply H2O and sodium chloride. In addition, the gradual increase of ionic strength due to the accumulation of salt is not expected to change the electrostatic potential of the DNA structure and consequently its performance until the salt reaches molar concentration. Moreover, the diffusion rate of ions milliseconds 
is much faster than oligonucleotides seconds used for strand displacement reactions and subsequently allows faster cycling times between states. The first demonstration of a DNA device that exploited this pH dependence was reported by Mao and co-workers just over 10 years ago. The device was based loosely on the molecular tweezers first described by York and all. The device consists of three oligonucleotide strands that, and operates through the irreversible formation and dissociation of an intramolecular triplex generated within the device. At pH 8.0, the three strands forms an open complex consisting of three duplexes and a single-stranded triplex formation sequence that adopts a random coil formation. Upon lowering to pH 5.0, the single-stranded section folds back with the adjacent duplex, forming a triplex and results in a more compact closed structure. The structural change was demonstrated by comparing the mobility of the two complexes by non-denaturating gel electrophoresis and by the incorporation of fluorescent dyes into the system. In the fluorescent experiments, two pH-independent dyes were attacked to the opposing duplexes so that in the open state the dyes were far apart and not capable of fluorescence resonances energy transfer threat. By contrast, in the closed state the two dyes were in close proximity and a fluorescent signal could be monitored. Experiments revealed that the conformational change occurred in seconds, but the cycling efficiency deteriorated over 16 cycles. It was suggested this decrease was due to photobleaching of the fluorescent dyes, or as a consequence of diluting the sample volume by the addition of the acid or base that reduced the effective concentration and signal of the complexes. A future device was later developed by the Samori laboratory that was based on a much simpler architecture but similar operation style. The device consists of two partially complementary DNA strands with a single-stranded region capable of forming an intramolecular triplex with the adjacent duplex region due to the presence of an unstructured 5-nucleotide loop. In addition to threat and gel electrophoresis-based measurements, the system was characterized by ultraviolet UV melting and circular decreasing CD. At low pH, the latter resulted in a spectrum with a negative peak around 250 nm indicative of the triplex formation. The employing a polymer statistics model, it was estimated that the positioning of the two termini within the triplex different by 6 nm during each cycle. Varying the pH of the solution allowed the device to cycle between its two states without deterioration over time, with cycling occurring with a time frame of milliseconds.
However, it was later observed that the expected thread efficiency never exceeded 90%, suggesting that the number of devices that were closed in solution was lower than expected. This was attributed to intermolecular interactions between devices but was overcome at low oligonucleotide concentrations picomolar by tethering the device to a solid support. One of the drawbacks of using such devices as pH sensors is that they are restricted to sensing over a short range, typically between 1.5 and 2.0 pH units. To overcome this issue, Ricci's group exploited the simple notion that the pH window for a duplex to triplex transition will depend on the relative C plus GC and TAT content of the triplex. For example, the opening of a switch containing mainly TAT triplets will be triggered at a more basic pH 9.0-11.0 due to deprotonation of thymine, pKa circa 10. In contrast, the opening of a switch containing mainly C plus GC triplets will be triggered at a more acid pH 5.0-7.0 due to the protonation of cytosine pKa circa 5. Using simple intramolecular system described above, the authors demonstrated that a range of 5.5 pH units could be measured by using two or more switches in solution, each triggered over a different pH range. The authors proposed that such devices would be useful for real-time sensing of cellular extract in in vivo cells or in other media where pH changes represent an important input in healthy and pathological biological pathways. Indeed, a triplex-based sensor based on the above design has been used to monitor pH changes associated with apoptosis in living cells to aid in the diagnostic of cancer. This was achieved by exploiting the fact that single-stranded regions of a DNA molecule can bind to graphene oxide GO, whereas duplex or triplex regions do not. The sensor was composed of a double-stranded hairpin tailed by a triplex-forming sequence that at pH 8.0 is capable of interacting with a GO, whilst at pH 5.0 triplex formation prevents it this interaction. Since GO is capable of quenching fluorescence, the attachment of fluorescent dye to one of the duplex strands of the sensor allows the duplex to triplex transition to be monitored by a change in fluorescent intensity. The authors preformed the complex at pH 8.0 before transfection into Ramos lymphoma cells and demonstrated successful translocation across the cell membrane. Addition of vincristine sulfate to the cells, which induced apoptosis and intracellular acidification, resulted in triplex formation within the device and its release from the GO. An increased inflorescence signal was then observed and localized by confocal microscopy.
for directing chemical reactions. Duplex to triplex transitions have also been exploited for directing specific chemical reactions with a triplex structure. This was elegantly demonstrated by Mao and co-workers who used a system that utilized this conformational change to direct amino bond formation, I mean acyclation, between a carboxyl acid group and one of two identical amines positioned on different strands within the device. In the presence of a condensation agent, the reaction was directed to one of the two amines by the association and dissociation of the third strand due to a change of the solution pH. Moreover, the efficiency of the reaction was high with yields of 88% and 67% for the reactions at pH 8.0, reaction 1 and pH 5.0, reaction 2 respectively. Such an approach could be useful in synthetic chemistry where protection-deprotection strategies are difficult or expensive. Indeed, a similar triplex-based device has been integrated into a microfluidic chip which allowed electronic control over local pH cycling and switching and consequently the reaction with the device. The authors demonstrated rapid control of a DNA ligation reaction between desulfide linkages within the triplex complexes and suggest wide applications of the device in biotechnology, in DNA computations and control of self-assembly. It is also possible to control duplex to triplex transitions by using small molecules that selectively stabilize triplex over duplex DNA. Such small molecules are usually composed of aromatic rings for stacking between the base triplets and may also incorporate a positive charge to partially alleviate the charge repulsion between the three balionic strands. Gothelf and co-workers were the first to demonstrate such control over a dual copper catalyzed alkyne azide cycloaddition CUAAC click reaction using such a strategy. Their system was composed of an intermolecular triplex that contained azides on both the X and R strands and a dual alkyne modification on the Y strand. In the absence of ligand, the reaction between the R and Y strands would proceed, for example between duplex strands, with a triazole linkage formed between the azide on the R strand and one of the two alkynes positioned on the Y strand. Upon addition of the ligand, which promoted triplex formation, a second triazole linkage was formed between the azide on the third strand and the unreacted second of the two alkynes positioned on the Y strand. The product of the reaction was therefore a dual linkage product connecting the three oligonucleotides. The yield of the reaction was 90% and 80% for the duplex and the triplex systems, respectively. The authors suggest that the rate of the triplex direction reaction could be controlled by using different triplex stabilizing ligands, each with different binding affinities 
for a triplex. For example, the rate of the reaction could be increased by the addiction of a strong triplex binder such as naphthalene quinolone or slowed down by the addition of a weaker binder such as coralline. Interestingly, the authors suggest that the product of their reaction, a three-way branched structure, could itself be used as the basis for novel DNA architectures. For capturing and or releasing substrates. The ability to switch between duplex and triplex states has been used for the opening and closing of DNA structures of various architectures and offers the ability to catch, encapsulate and or release different substrates. This was first demonstrated by Deng et al who designed a pair of molecular tweezers containing a triplex forming region that allows the capture of a DNA target. The tweezers were loosely based on a double crossover DX molecule first described by the Siemens laboratory with the closed device containing its captured target designed to emulate a fully formed DX structure. The open device was first assembled from four oligonucleated strands, two non-crossover strands that extend the length of each helix and two strands that hold the molecule together by forming a single crossover, one just one side of the molecule. Introduction of the target strand at pH 5.0 then led to its binding by triplex formation to specific duplex regions assembled at the center of the molecule. A DNA set or locker strand was then employed to capture the strand by closing the tweezers through the formation of a single crossover on the other side of the molecule. The pH was then switched to 5.7 and at this increased pH the tweezers still firmly held the target via the closing action and some remaining Huxton binding with the target. The locker strand contained a single-stranded T-told that could be used to release the DNA target through strand displacement and the opening of the molecule. Since the device is based on a DX molecule, it offers the intriguing possibility of its interfacing within a 2D DX array. Not only might this be used to visualize its action, but might be capable of inducing molecular motion within the structure. A simpler structure, designed by Ricci and co-workers, was a clamp-like probe that offered by the formation of an intermolecular triplex, with the target molecule being a single strand of DNA. The clamp was composed of two recognition elements separated by an unstructured 10-nucleotide loop. The first recognition element was a polypyrimidine sequence designed to bind to the single-stranded polypurine target sequence by WC-based pairing, whilst the second was a polypyrimidine sequence that bound its duplex by Huxtein-based pairing. The formation of this triplex conformation led to the closure of the switch, compared to the simple interaction of two WC duplex strands. The inclusion of the third strand increased not only the affinity of the probe, 
but also improved its discrimination efficiently towards a single base pass mismatch by 1.2 plus minus 0.2 kilocalorie per mole. The authors have since exploited such a clamp as its means to regulate various target responsive nucleic acid uptimers evolved to detect either adenosine triphosphate ATP, cocaine or gentamicin, an antibiotic used to treat various bacterial infections. Each of the uptimers was split into two segments, split uptimers with one segment being coupled to one end of the clamp oligonucleotide and the other segment coupled to the other hand of the oligonucleotide. In the absence of triplex formation, the two halves are kept far apart and are not capable of binding the target molecule. By contrast, addition of the central oligonucleotide strand, DNA activator, generated a triplex and brings the two halves of the split subtimers into close proximity, allowing binding of the target molecule. In order to monitor this process, the split subtimer was labeled with a fluorophore and quencher at each end, which allowed the detection of the target to be observed by a fluorescent change. It was shown that the efficiency with which the nanoswitch binds to ATP could be varied by two, three orders of magnitude. By simply varying the concentration of the DNA activator and obeyed a model for simple allosteric activation often seen with biological molecules such as protein receptors. Moreover, regulation could be further turned by removing the DNA activator through pH change or strain displacement, as well as by using more than one DNA activator in tandem. More recently, Vilna and others have described the assembly of triplex-based microcapsules capable of releasing calcium solenate and zinc sulfate quantum dots. To assemble the capsules, calcium carbonate microparticles were first loaded with the QD and subsequently coated with positively charged polyalumine hydrochloride PAH polyelectrolyte. This allowed the liable deposition of nucleic acid shell through the intermolecular hybridization of a number of strands designed to interact through the formation of WC duplexes. Calcium carbonate core was then dissolved by the addition of EDTA freeing the encapsulated QDs within the capsule. Importantly, the oligonucleotides that make up the shell were designed in such a fashion so as to form intramolecular triplexes upper lowering the pH. This in turn disrupts the interaction with one another and allows the release of the QDs. Assembly of the capsules and the release of the QDs was monitored through the intrinsic fluorescence of the encapsulated QDs and the authors show that varying the relative TAT and C plus GC content allowed the release of the QDs at various pH values. The size of the microcapsules was calculated to be 3.5 plus minus 0.8 micromolar and are likely to find use of imaging and other studies 
but are perhaps too big to offer cellular delivery of drugs and protein for strand displacement reactions. Duplex strand displacement is often initiated at a single strand domain a toehold, complementarily to an invading oligonucleotide and progresses through a branch migration process. The reaction proceeds because more base pairs are formed by hybridization of the twofold containing strand to the invading strand then, when born to its original partner. The simplest means to displace a third strand from its duplex partner is achieved by the addition of an excess of its WC complement. A two-hold strategy is also possible by the addition of a single-stranded domain to the end of the third strand. The former is kinetically controlled and has been used to determine the dissociation kinetics of triplex formation, whilst the latter is thermodynamically controlled and can be adjusted in much the same way that has been demonstrated for duplex strand displacement reactions, e.g by adjusting the base sequence and or length of the two holes. Importantly, and in both cases, the structure and stability of the underlying duplex region within the nanostructure is likely to remain unaffected. Triplex formation has also been used to direct duplex transplacement, i.e removal of one of the two strands of the underlying WC duplex and was first demonstrated by Moore and co-workers. In their system, the duplex target was composed of a template strand with a hairpin region at one end of the molecule, a shorter WC complement designed to bind to the remaining cylinder-stranded region, generating a continuous duplex with a unique site where the two strands abut. To displace the shorter strand, a third oligonucleotide was designed that first binds to the halpin region of the molecule by triplex formation, whilst simultaneously positioning in close proximity a segment of the oligonucleotide identical in sequence to the shorter strand. Consequently, binding of the third strand leads to displacement of the shorter strand from the duplex. The first two steps are reversible, but the last step is essentially irreversible, thus driving the overall reaction to complexion. Interestingly, the authors have used this approach to detect the transient transformation of a cytosine-containing triplex at neutral pH, which is not possible using other techniques. This is a simple strategy that could be further controlled by adjusting the pH and hence the stability and kinetics of the triplex region formed. Following this, Ritchie's group developed two different approaches that exploit the pH dependence of parallel triplexes as a means to activate or inhibit T-hold-based duplex strand displacement reactions. The first approach exploited the formation of a triplex at low pH to physically prevent the displacement reaction from occurring due to the static hydrants within the bond TFO and the invading strand. The second approach exploited a clamp-like invading strand that can initiate 
strand displacement directly but only upon formation of a triplex through a decrease in pH. This was achieved by limiting the length of the epsilon region of the strand so it would not lead to duplex formation alone and required binding of the third strand in tandem to generate a stable complex. Both strategies were demonstrated using a second cascade where the released strand disrupted a duplex containing a fluor 4 and quencher and thus led to an increase of fluorescence signal. Because triplex stability can be changed at different pHs, the authors suggest the gradual inhibition activation of the strand displacement process could be achieved by small changes to the solution's pH. For hierarchical assembly and or dissociation. Extended DNA structures. Rich and co-workers have exploited the ability to activate or inhibit duplex strand displacement by triplex formation as a means to control the assembly of DNA concatenomers generated through a hybridization chain reaction, HCR. HCR is a process through which two metastable duplex hairpins react with each other in the presence of a triggering single strand. The addition of the initiator opens a hairpin of one species, exposing a single-stranded region that opens a hairpin of the second species. This in return exposes a single-stranded region identical to the original initiator. The resulting chain reaction leads to the formation of a naked duplex that can grow until the hairpin supply is extorted. The group adopted this approach by redesigning one of the two hairpin species. HP1 to include a 9 nucleotide tail that at low pH can form a triplex with terminal position of the duplex. This structure acts as a molecular trap sequencing a two-hole domain found in the single-stranded loop connecting the triplex forming tail to the hairpin and in doing so prevents the binding of the initiator strand and the start of polymerization. By increasing the pH, the third strand dissociates and the HCR reaction proceeds with the second hairpin species, HP2, generating a concatenomer of the two hairpin duplexes. A second strategy was also utilized that allowed the reaction to be activated at acidic pH. In this instance, a triplex forming sequence attached to the hairpin is used to stabilize, not prevent, the interaction of the initiator strand with a shorter toehold sequence, which under normal conditions is not long enough to allow initiator nucleation and an efficient HCR. The same group have also developed a triplex-based strand displacement circuit as a means to control the assembly of double crossover tie arrays. The circuit consists of a single-stranded catalysis that binds to a pH-dependent substrate, leading to the release of a deprotector strand, and which in return activates a downstream self-assembly reaction by irreversibly associating with a protected tile. The result is a reactive tile that assembles into lattices 
similar to those shown in figure 1b. The pH-dependent substrate is formed using a clump-like triplex forming strand that physically inhibits strand displacement with the catalysis until the pH of the solution is increased and the third strand dissociates. The authors suggest that such systems could offer better spatio-temporal control over the self-assembly processes of DNA-based nanostructures. Using a different approach, Wilner's group have demonstrated the controlled cyclic assembly and separation of hexagonal origami dimer and trimer systems based on the pH duplex to triplex transition. To do this, the edge of one of the origami tiles, tile 1, was designed with a nucleic acid theta that, at neutral pH, consisted of a CG duplex and a single stranded overhang capable of the binding through WC pairing to a single stranded thera attached to a different origami tile, tile 2. Upon lowering the pH, the first single stranded domain of the tile 1 preferentially forms an intermolecular triplex and disrupts its association with tile 2, separating the origami complex into its constituent monomers. The system was reversibly reconfigured by increasing the pH back to neutral conditions, allowing the two origami monomers to once again associate. A second strategy was also developed based on the formation of an intramolecular triplex containing predominantly TAT triplets that allowed the structure to be cycled through higher pH values, pH 7.0, 9.0, with the origami tiles dissociating at the higher pH. Both strategies were then coupled to create origami trimers that can dissociate into two different dimers by an inappropriate pH change. Tile 3 contains single-stranded extensions that are complementary to those in tile 4, but falls back on itself to form an intramolecular C plus GC triplex at pH 4.5, whilst tile 4 and 5 were connected by a TAT triplex bridge that dissociates at pH 9.5. Thus, by cycling the pH from 7.0 to 4.5, the trimer dissociates to form a dimer of tiles 4 and 5, while cycling the pH from 7.0 to 9.5, the trimer dissociate to form a dimer of tiles 3-4. In both cases, the trimer could be reassembled by reverting back to the original pH of 7.0. Triplex formation has also been exploited by Mao and co-workers to isothermally assemble and dissociate a DNA tetrahedron in response to pH change. The tetrahedron was based on the author's previously designed structures that assembles from four copies of the three-point star motif through a stick and cohesion. In this instance, a single-stranded triplex forming sequence was introduced alongside the sticky ends of the molecule that was capable of triplex formation across the helices of the individual 
Why these sticky ends bring together the motifs to direct the overall polyhedral geometry? They were designed to be intrinsically unstable in the absence of the triplex forming sequence, which provides extra cohesion strength under the right conditions. At pH 5.0, the tetrahedral forms form the three point star motifs, and when the pH was increased, it dissociated into the component motifs. The assembly-disassembly process could also be cycled by changing the pH. This was interestingly study that offers the ability to encapsulate and or trigger the release of molecular cargo based on a pH change. Heterogeneous complexes Triplex formation has also been exploited as a means to aggregate dissociate nanoparticles MP clusters and assemblies in particular those composed of gold and silver nanoparticles. Since the optical and fluorescent properties of such nanoparticles is dependent on their interparticle distance, the ability to reconfigure their arrangement, for example through pH change, provides a way to study and or exploit these properties. The first reversible system was developed by the Choi Laboratory. It was composed of two sets of oligonucleotide modified gold nanoparticles. The first contained an oligonucleotide designed to fold into a hairpin duplex, whilst the second contained an oligonucleotide capable of binding to this duplex through triplex formation at low pH. Since the thiol conjugation process leads to since the thiol conjugation process leads to the attachment of multiple oligonucleotides per gold particle, triplex formation between many or all of the strands led to the generation of an extended 3D network with the nanoparticles in a closer proximity than when free in solution. Successful clustering of the complexes was observed as a red to reddish purple color change of the sample solution and characterized by transmission electron microscopy TEM. Further studies have been undertaken to improve control over the average interparticle separation in such complexes. Mao and others have also demonstrated the specific expansion contraction of gold nanoparticles aggregates using a different strategy. Two sets of golden nanoparticles were functionalized with oligonucleotides that associated to form a duplex at one end whilst leaving a flanking single-stranded region at the other. The design was such that the single-stranded region could fall back on the other duplex formed between the particles and generate a triplex at low pH. Cycling the pH led to the expansion and contraction of the nanoparticles which was observed as a change to the golden nanoparticles plasmon resonance peak at 524 to 533 nm respectively. Interestingly, various groups have exploited such systems as a colorimetric assay for screening potential triplex binding molecules. Such agents are of interest since they could be used to stabilize putative triplexes formed in genomic DNA that might modulate the expression of specific genes.
A different approach for the directed assembly of nanoparticles clusters has been demonstrated by QN co-workers who exploited the observation that a silver ion, silver 1, can specifically displace the N3 proton of a cytosine within its C plus GC triplet, removing its pH dependency. Inspired by this unique feature, they demonstrated the formation of homogeneous silver 2 clusters by reducing silver 1 ions presence at the specific CGC site within a triplex by Tolens chemistry. Moreover, this was extended to multiple locations within the structure by the inclusion of several CGC triplets. The authors suggest that since the fluorescence properties of silver 2 are different to silver, this approach would be useful for the template directed synthesis of fluorescent AG2 clusters. Triplex formation has also been used in the self-assembly of single-walled carbon nanotubes CWCNT, through exploiting triplex stabilizing ligands. One set of CWCNTs was tagged with single-stranded poly-T whilst another set was tagged with poly-A. In the presence of a triplex inducer coralline, the TT22DA22 duplex was induced to form a DT22DA22DT22 triplex, resulting in the aggregation of CWCNTs. This aggregation occurs only in the presence of a triplex inducer and can thus be used in the construction of multifunctional architectures for electrical and biosensing applications. Lastly, Wilner and others have recently applied triplex formation to the preparation of pH-responsive DNA hydrogels. In one of their systems, double helices were used as bridging units between acrylamide chains that formed an acrylamide gel. The design of the duplex regions was such that upon lowering of the pH, the duplex units would generate intramolecular triplexes, thereby preventing their association and resulted in dissolution of the gel into its liquid phase. In other systems, the acrylamide chains were held together by the intermolecular association of a triplex composed predominantly of TAT triplets. This time, the dissolution of the gel occurred at pH 10.0 due to the separation of the triplex binding units upon timing deprotonation. The authors demonstrated that both hydrogel systems could integral reversible and cycling hydrogen solution transitions by subjecting the systems to appropriate pH values. In addition, the triplex stabilizing ligand coralline could be used within the hydrogel to increase its stiffness. By combining both systems, the authors have also demonstrated the creation of shape memory DNA hydrogels capable of varying their states based on pH change. Functionalized structures based on triplex sequence addressability Many of the proposed applications that have been mooted for DNA nanostructures 
will first require the attachment of biological and or chemical components to precise regions along the DNA scaffold. For example, the incorporation of a protein within the structure would impart such properties as molecular recognition, example antibodies, catalytic turnover, example enzymes, and or energy conversions, example phosphosynthetic proteins. In addition, it provides a means to characterize such molecules by various imaging and structural analysis technique. The method most frequently employed for incorporating such components has relied on the attachment to one or more of the oligonucleotide strands that make up part of the nanostructure itself, or where applicable, their requirement to a reactive group incorporated in the same manner. However, many components or reactive groups will not tolerate the high temperatures and slow annealing steps required for structure assembly and unwanted side interactions may also disrupt the following pathway and or decrease the stability of the underlying complex. In addition, components are usually attached to the oligonucleotide terminus since the introduction of internal modifications is synthetically more tedious and the incorporation of multiple reactive groups within the same oligonucleotide can lead to cross-reactivity during the conjugation step, for example, thiols. This is not only restrict the positioning and number of components that can be introduced, but also limits the ability to ligate the oligonucleotide ends, which has been used to improve the structural integrity one approach used to circumvent these problems is to introduce single-stranded overhangs that protrude beyond or above the nanostructure surface. Conjugation of a component to an oligonucleotide design to hybridize these regions can be used to target the structure after the assembly process. But this is again limited by the necessity of positioning the overhangs of the oligonucleotide termini and is not applicable to nanostructures that exhibit covalently closed topologies. A more useful strategy is to exploit the sequence addressability of the double helical regions of a nanostructure using a programmable DNA recognition agent such as triplex forming oligonucleotides. Attachment of a component of reactive group to the end of the TFO will then lead to its target introduction to sequence either present or embedded within the nanostructure through design. A major benefit of using TFOs of a DNA recognition agents is their compatibility with a variety of conjugation strategies developed for the attachment of components to an oligonucleotide such as covalent copper and copper-free click strategies, melamide and amino chemistries, as well as non-covalent NTA, histag, and biotin streptavidin interactions, to name a few. Moreover, the binding and or removal of the TFO can be controlled in a similar fashion to the devices described above, for example, by pH change, triplex stabilizing ligands, 
strands placement, etc. Consequently, the triplex approach to DNA recognition has been used for the scaffolding of components in 2D and 3D as well as a means to direct the positioning of molecules that can chemically modify the underlying DNA. For scaffolding of non-nucleic acid components The original motivation for engineering objects and lattices from DNA was the use of these structures as scaffolds for the spatial organization of non-nuclear acid molecules in 2D and 3D space. Such heterogeneous complexes could be used to study the structure and interactions of appended molecules for the manipulation of biological or chemical cascades to construct optical and electronic devices as well as for nanoscale patterning and lithographic applications. Arrangements in 2D The Norden and Brown groups were the first to examine the binding of a TFO to a specific double helical region within a DNA nanostructures. This structure was composed of two adjacent hexagonal units analogous to naphthalene, assembled from 10 unique three-way branched oligonucleotides and in principle each of the 11 tamma double helical edges could be addressed by a different TFO. The authors suggest that such a device could be used for information storage with an extremely dense information content since its overall area is just 10 times 20 nanometers square. Binding to one of the helical edges was demonstrated by fret between a die located at the TFO termini F1 and the second die located on the underlying nanostructure F2 and, as expected, could be reversed by adjusting the solution pH. Cycling was achieved at pH values higher than described above, between pH values of 6.3 and 7.5. Since the TFO was composed of the stabilizing nucleotide analogous 2'-aminoethoxy-T and 2'-aminothioxy-2-aminopyrimidine, which offer enhanced recognition of AT and GC base pairs, respectively. More recently, we have extended this strategy to the targeting of a more complex structure assembled by crossover strand exchange, a double crossover tile and array. Before these studies, we were concerned that the densely packed nature of helices and the close proximity of crossovers may have occulted binding of the oligonucleotide. An AB-type array was chosen since it allowed the interaction of the TFO to be examined first with individual tiles, for example TA alone, by simple electrophoretic thermodenaturation and enzymatic protection assays followed by direction visualization of its interactions with the extended tile assemblies by EFM, for example, both tile A and B in an AB type array. 
These studies revealed that the tier 4 was capable of interacting specifically with the tile and array and that binding sites were accessible at oligopurine sequences located within the crossover and non-crossover strands and intriguingly across a region that spanned the junction itself. The latter is possible since binding of ATA4 within a major groove is asymmetric, with the oligonucleotide recognizing only the oligopurine sequence of the geoplex, which was located along the non-crossover strand of the junction. To our knowledge, this was the first example of a triple helical crossover junction to give rise to the possibility of designing structures based on this motif. More importantly, these studies also demonstrated that a bound tier 4 was capable of recruiting a protein, streptavidin, to a DNA nanostructures through its interaction with a biotin group attached to the end of the oligonucleotide. Through design, this led to the periodic positioning of the protein on the array with a repeat spacing of 32 nanometer in the direction that the tiles cohere, yellow spheres. Other spacing should be possible by adjustment to tile design. For example, the smallest theoretical stable GX tile is generated with a separation of 16 base pairs between helix ends, for example, one half and one wall turn between crossovers within or between tiles respectively, and the positioning of single binding sites in adjacent tiles worldly yield a repeat spacing of 5.5 nanometers. By exploiting tiles of the AB, ABC and ABCD type systems, where only tile A contains a binding site would increase the repeat spacing to 11, 16.5 and 22 nanometer respectively. The Sujiyama and Endo groups have also examined triplex formation within the context of DNA origami structures. The goal of this study was not to demonstrate its target demodification of the structure per se, but to visualize the process of triplex formation itself. To do so, the group designed a DNA origami frame composed of two adjacent but separated double helices running through the center of the frame. These were designed in such a fashion that the triplex was formed through the association of the two single-stranded regions within the helices upon addition of either its R-strand or third strand. In doing so, the two helices are brought together and generate an X-shaped structure in the center of the frame which could be imaged by AFM. The formation of both parallel and parallel triplexes was observed with former as expected dependent on the pH of the solution. In an elegant adaptation to this study, the authors also monitored the association of the TF4 in real time using high-speed AFM. To do so, the TF4 was modified with a photocage group that prevents TF4 binding until exposure with UV light. Under the experimental condition, triplex formation was observed to occur 
in a tame frame of seconds. Arrangements in 3D One of the most exciting structures to have been developed in recent years is the tensingrity triangle crystal described by Moe and Seaman. The tensingrity triangle is a robust motif consisting of three double helices directed along linearly independent vectors. By tailing the helices with sticky ends, each triangle can associate with six others along three different directions, yielding microscopic DNA crystals. Crystals have been assembled from triangles containing from two to four helical turns pH and offer rhombohedral cavities with dimensions that exceed 1000 nanometer per cube. It therefore seems plausible that they will be able to host a variety of components ranging from small molecules to nanoclusters to larger macromolecules such as protein. Consequently, we have been investigating the triplex addressability and the tensegrity triangle crystal for the scaffolding of molecules in 3D space. Since triangles can be assembled with and without threefold rotating symmetry, we have demonstrated the selective targeting of triangles with binding sites embedded in either one or three of the double helices respectively. In both cases, the TFO-bound triangles were capable of self-assembled crystal growth and grew to the expected size and morphology. Interestingly, we have also demonstrated one pot assembly of the triplex modified crystal by exploiting the slower association rate of the TFO. Annealing the triangle at a fast rate before the crystallization step allowed the double helical regions to, of triangle to first form before TFO binding and did not seem to adversely affect crystal growth or morphology. Moreover, these studies have shown that TFOs can be used to incorporate non-nucleic components within an asymmetric unit cell of the crystal, i.e. one-third of the triangle. For example, the attachment of cyanin dye to the end of the TFO led to the expected change in color of the crystal, e.g. attachment of cyanin-3 resulted in a red crystal. These experiments were undertaken using unmodified and modified TFOs containing the nucleoside analogous 2' amino ethoxy T and 2' amino ethoxy C that helped to alleviate the pH dependence of triplex formation and allowed modification of the crystal at neutral pH. The triangle system we used here contained three helical turns per edge and the targeting of a single component to each helix within the crystal dictates its positioning with sub-millimeters precision. Each component is separated by circa 10.5 nanometer along the helix axis between tiles and 5.8 nanometer through 3D space within the same tile, for example between 5 prime ends of each TFO. Since a typical 100 micrometer crystal contains an estimated 10 to the power of 12 unit cells, full occupancy of each binding side within the crystal would result 
in the incorporation of the same number of periodically repeating components within the crystal, resulting in a local concentration of circa 10 millimolar. Other spacings should also be possible by using triangles with two or four helical turns per edge, or alternatively by using AB type crystal systems with GFO binding sites positioned on every other tile in the 3D lattice. Such modified crystals are likely to offer applications that include the organization of nanoelectronics, the manipulation of biological or chemical ca cascades, and the structure determination of periodically positioned molecules by X-ray diffraction analysis. For improving structure stability, one of the major drawbacks of generating nanostructures through the Watson and Creek hybridization is that it involves reversible non-covalent interactions, limiting these structures to applications at relatively low temperatures under conditions that promote stable hydrogen bond formation, i.e. specific ionic conditions, pH, etc. This is particularly problematic for extended tile-based structures held together by short stick ends, such as the DX and tensegrity triangle systems described above. The latter is also hampered by the necessity for an increased ionic strength during crystallization, removal of the crystals into a physiological or other relevant buffer is not possible since it lowers their stability resulting in crystal dissolution. The simplest means to overcome this problem is to increase the stability of the duplex regions formed by sticky end cohesion by the binding of a third strand across these sides. For example, TFO binding across the staggered neck sides in the duplex. Duplex formation is also likely to increase the torsional rigidity of the underlying duplex Mao and co-workers exploited this approach to increase the stability of a tensegrity triangle crystal by the inclusion of an appropriate side across the two nucleic sticky ends between the tile of the crystal. In the absence of TFO, the DNA crystal were only stable in solution of high ionic strength, for example, made more than 1.2 molar ammonium sulfate. Whilst in its presence, the crystals were stable at ionic strength, at low as that of 0.02 molar solution of ammonium sulfate. More importantly, this strategy can be undertaken post-crystal assembly by soaking the crystals with a TFO, minimizing any influence of the crystal assembly process. We have developed a different strategy for improving nanostructure stability that involves directing cross-linking reactions to the underlying DNA using the photocross-linking agent 458-trimethylsoralin. We have developed a different strategy for improving nanostructure stability that involves directing cross-linking reactions to the underlying DNA using the photo cross-linking agent, Soralin. Intercalation of 
3 psoralen at TPA steps leads to a 2 plus 2 cycloaddition reaction with the adjacent thymidines upon UV exposure, thereby cross-linking the two duplex strands. Indeed, experiments have shown that cross-linking can increase the thermal stability of nanostructures assembled by DNA origami. However, multiple interaction events are not tolerated well by smaller motifs such as DX or transingently triangle motif since it will unwind the DNA and disrupt the precise crossover positioning required for tile and or lattice assembly. We have therefore demonstrated that TFOs can be used to overcome this limitation by directing the specific photocrist linking of psoralen to unique lossy within a nanostructure by its attachment to the end of the oligonucleotide. This was achieved by embedding an appropriate oligopurine-oligopurimidin sequence with an adjacent TPA step located at the 5' end of the TFO target sequence. Positioning the sequence across regions that span the sticky ends between tiles of both the X and Tensegrity triangle systems resulted in the cross-linking upon UV exposure. The latter was particularly advantageous since it led to an increase in the thermal stability of the crystal. Targeting just one of the three helices led to an increase in the melting temperature of the crystal by circa 8 degrees Celsius. Importantly, UV exposure did not seem to disrupt crystal assembly. Crystal stability might be improved further by designing a system that cross-links the intermolecular contacts at each end of all three helices within the triangle. Such covalentry closed crystals may prove useful for applications that entail removal of the crystals for the modalico. These studies also highlight that triple formation could be used to direct any reactive group compatible with oligonucleotide synthesis to unique locations within a DNA nanostructure, for example, a DNA cleavage agent. One can envisage that by exploiting a toolbox of such small molecule oligonucleotide conjugates, it will be possible to reconfigure a variety of DNA nanostructures into topologies previously unattainable by Watson and Crick hybridization alone. Outlook, a third trend for DNA nanotechnology. Triplexes have found most use in oligonucleotide and tile-based structures since oligopurine oligopyrimidine target sequences can easily be embedded within the double helical regions of the structure with little influence of nanostructural topology. This is contrast to the incorporation within structures assembled by DNA origami approach which is restricted by the limited number of naturally present target sequences located within the M13MP18th scaffold. Simple sequence analysis reveals three potential oligopurine sequences greater than 10 nucleotides in length 
and around 13 that contains one or two pyrimidine interruptions. One means to increase the number of suitable sequences would be to use third strand containing base analogues designed to recognize pyrimidine bases. It should also be possible to remove problematic pyrimidines within the scaffold by standard cloning or mutagenesis procedures or alternatively within the sample strands by generating mismatched base pairs, for example by generating AG, GG, AA or GA. The latter would be substantially increase the number of target sequences with only a slight loss in stability of the origami. Another strategy would be to include appropriate binding sites within hairpin or dumbbell duplexes projected above the nanostructural surface. The number of possible binding sites would then depend on the number of projections per sample as well as the total number of modified samples more than 250 sites require for origami assembly. There is a variety of base, sugar and backbone modifications that can be used to improve the triplex forming properties of oligonucleotides, such as the binding affinity, pH dependence and kinetics. In the catalogue of such modifications, compatible with standard phosphoramidate chemistry, is continually expanding. The use of such modifications offer the ability to fine-tune the binding of the third strand in a manner that has already been seen with duplex modifications. One interestingly class of oligonucleotide modifications that could be applied to the field is peptide nucleic acids PNA, where the phosphate backbone is replaced with uncharged repeating 2-aminoethylglycine units, to which nucleobases are linked by methylene bridge. DNA can be programmed to interact with DNA by a triplex formation, but more intriguingly, can also interact with duplexes through strand displacement and P loop formation. In this instance, two pyrimidine containing strands of PNA interact with the purine containing strand of the target duplex, generating a local duplex. The resultant triplex is much more stable than the equivalent DNA triplex on account of the lower charge repulsion and may reduce the concentration of contortions required to stabilize such structures.